Okay, we're up to the, uh, the last of Yasser Sadebrot, the, uh, the Issa of Lotachmod. Um, what, what's the first problem with the, with the mitzvah of the Issa of Lotachmod is trying to work out what the word means. What does it mean, Lotachmod? Uh, what does the root Chamada mean? So, so Ibn Ezra already speaks out, there are already two different meanings, possible meanings to the word in general, which obviously lead to two totally different understandings of the Issa. Uh, the Ibn Ezra, it's, it's, it's the Ibn Ezra on the Pesukim in uh, Devarim, uh, says, Umilat Chamad, Belashon HaKodesh Mitparesh Lishnei Tamim. There are two different explanations to this, uh, the meaning of this word. Ha'echad, Gezel V'Oshek, V'Kachat Shelacherim B'Chazaka V'Ones. Stealing, thieving with, uh, with, with power, um, taking something out of somebody's hands, that is called Chomed, stealing. And that's the first shot in, in what this uh, Isu could mean. Uh, brings uh, textual supports for that. But the word Chamad means basically a type of Gezer. So the second meaning is, is an emotion. It's also to desire. That's where we use usually Lachmod uh, uh, in uh, today. We talk about the word concept of tachmod, is it's an emotion of desire. Now, there's two ways of reading this this iser. Either iser is an iser to to steal, to thieve, to take something out of somebody's hands, and that obviously involves an action. Or we're dealing with an iser on emotions, not to desire something that belongs to to someone else. And the big enough kamina is uh, is whether or not you need a maisa in order to be uh, over on this Issa. Um, now, it's a big chiddush to say you can, uh, you can legislate what somebody should feel. So you shouldn't desire it. It's one thing to tell somebody, don't take. It's a whole other thing to tell somebody not to desire something. But the truth is, it's not the first time we've ever found that there's a mitzvah on emotions. There's a mitzvah to have simcha on Yom Tov. The mitzvah would be sad on Tisha B'Av. Uh, there are number, quite a number of instances where we find that really that uh, Torah always legislates how we should also feel. Well, we have to work out how, we will speak about this at the end, how could it be, uh, how is a person supposed to respond to such a mitzvah? Right? How does a person affect and change his emotions? But uh, it's not unheard of that we find that the Torah uh, tells us how we should uh, feel. Um, now, what things makes things more complicated here is two things. Number one, we already got Dotigzol. Dotignov, sorry, in the Aseris Adibros. Right? So if you want to say Hamada here means not to steal... So what's between this and Lotignov? So, if you remember back, when we studied Lotignov, we explained it really means kidnapping. And even if it does include other types of Geneva, Geneva is taking something in secret, as opposed to Gezela, which is, uh, sounds like Hamada, right, the Ibn Ezra says it's to take Bechazaka over Ones. So maybe there's some distinction there. But uh, there is a certain large amount of overlap. That's one thing that complicates things. The second thing that complicates things is the fact that this is one of the examples in Yasser Sadibrot where there's a difference between its appearance in Shemot and its appearance in Devarim. In uh, Pasha Yitra in Shemot, it says, uh, Whereas in, in uh, Devarim, Perak Hay, it says, So in certainly Vayet Hanan, it's Mufurish. We're dealing with the Lashon of Ta'ava, Lot Hit Aveh, Sershon Shonav Ta'ava, which is definitely the emotion of desiring. 
So how, how does it relate back to the phrase Lot Achmod? So you can say one of two things. Either that is a giloi, that the real meaning of Lot Achmod is not to desire, or, no, it's telling you that there are actually two different things going on here. There's an Isra on actually stealing, that's Lot Achmod, and there's an additional Isra on, on even the desire uh, that precedes uh, such stealing. So it's still not entirely clear. Um, we said the main afkamina is whether you need a maisa. So this seems to be the question in the mechilta. Have a look at the mechilta. Even if a person is, has chamada with words, I would think you are chayev. So the Mechutu is very, very clear that you are only chayev um, for Lot Achmod if you actually physically take. Right, it brings support from Sukkim and Dvarim Perek Zion. Lot um, says there, Lot Achmod, then it says, So apparently the Issa is only transgressed when you actually do a Maisa, which would seem to push the side we're dealing with a sort of Gezer. Um, but, but if you look at Rishonim, it seems that Rishonim accepted this Mechilta, the Yuni de Maisa, and still explained that the Issa was was an Issa of emotions. Have a look at the Sefer Mitzvot Katan. Right, the Sefer Mitzvot Katan uh, organizes all the Mitzvot, splits them into seven days of the week. And each day of the week represents a different organ in the body. And Yom Rishon is the Mitzvot HaTuluyot Belev. And within Yom Rishon he brings... The Yisra of, of Lot Achmod. So by, even before you read what he says, he's already shown his cards. He understands the Yisra of Lot Achmod is an Yisra on emotion. It's on the desire to take someone else's property. Um, he says like this, Even though the Mechilta says, so that's a kasha on everything the, the uh, smak said. The smak is trying to claim this is from emotions. And the mechilta says, it's really, you're not chayv until you actually do a maisa. So how do you put the two things together? Really, even in your heart, there's a problem. You're not chayv until you actually do a, an action. It says, Wherefore, I explain that Lot Achmod is really a Lot Sitaveh are synonyms for each other. Lot Achmod means not to desire, Lot Sitaveh means not to, not to desire, and it's all the same thing. So, what, what's the smack saying? The smack is saying basically there are various different levels of, of emotions. You could desire something a little bit. I, mean, I wouldn't fancy having that person's uh, computer. I'd be quite happy if I had his computer. And then there's a more powerful desire where a person begins to really plan out how he's going to get hold of something. And then there's a, the Hamada where a person actually motivates the person to action. What the Smak is trying to say is, when the Torah says Lot Achmod and the Mechut says you need a Maisa, it's not that the Maisa is the Yisra. The fact that the person was moved to do an action is symptomatic of the fact he had a very high level of desire. When the Torah asks us Lot Achmod, it asks you to have a high level of desire that motivates you to act. But when you act, the Issa was in the emotion and not in the, in the action itself. It's in the desire. Just the desire isn't considered strong enough to, 
to be forbidden until it motivates you to Asa. Uh, it also seems to be this is the Pshat of the of the Nitziv on the Mechilta. If you have a look at the Birchat and Nitziv on the Mechilta, he says like this, Afkan ad shiaseh maaseh. Right, the Mechilta says you need to do a maaseh. Bahainu, shemishtadel ha-siglats mo b'mekach u-bematana. Person is mishtadel to get hold of it. Right? It sounds like in the Tzib, mishtadel means a person should try. What if he fails? Let's say a guy has just like dreams about, you know, getting hold of the, you know, the royal family's crown jewels. He dreams about it. And he desires it so much, he digs a tunnel underneath, you know, the Tower of London, and he digs in, and he comes up just underneath the town jewels, and he manages to, you know, dodge all the security guards, get through the laser beams, and just as he's about to get his hands on those crown jewels, the policeman comes along, slaps on the the uh, handcuffs and takes him off. Was he over the Yisrael Tachmod? He didn't steal. But of course he's over the Yisrael because the, the Yisrael is the emotion which can lead you to action to try and take. Even if you fail for some technical reason beyond your abilities to get hold of the item because the Yisrael isn't stealing the Yisrael is the desire to steal the desire to steal which is so strong that leads you to action. So so this guy would definitely be Chayv. And that's what it seems to mean in the, uh, the Sif, Michilta here, in the Sif, it says Mishtada. Okay, now, uh, in the Sif Rachinuch, he seems to take us uh, a slightly different direction. Have a look at Sif Rachinuch here in Mitzvah Tav Tet Zayin. Noheget, the conclusion of the Mitzvah, he says, Noheget bechom hakom bechol zman. This was surprised all the time. This is Chayv of the Kevat. Gam kol b'nei ha'olam m'chuyavimba. This is not just an Israel Jews, but even non-Jews. This is included in the seven mitzvot of B'nai Noach. Well, how does that make any sense? So he says, Lefi shehi anaf mitzvot gezel. Sheachat min ha-sheva mitzvot shenistavu aleim kol B'nai Olam. So very clearly, the Chinuch understands this is part of gezel, and therefore non-Jews are also included. It's somehow a subset of gezel. It's Maybe it's not gezel, it's the first stage towards gezel. But he understands the problem isn't the emotion per se, if the issue was the emotion per se, it would definitely be only to Jews. Only Jews have that higher level of, uh, of uh, achrayas. But the mitzvah b'nei noach are about giving society uh, civil. Right? So uh, the emotions, we don't, we don't uh, legislate emotions for non-Jews. But if you understand the problem with Hamad is it will lead to, to Gezon, that's the issue. So then it would make sense that even non-Jews should be included in the, in the issue. Okay, so that's, that's the basic... Uh, Two directions. This is really part of the world of Gezel, either Gezel Mamash, or, or the stage leading up to Gezel, or the problem is actually on, the problem is actually on the emotions. If you read the Rambam, the Rambam adds uh, two big chidushim, um, and, and the Ravid, the Ravid argues on them. Have a look, have a look here in the Rambam, the beginning of Hilchos uh, Gezela. He says, Kol avdo, or amato beito Somebody who is Chomed, we're going to see in the Rambam, means to desire uh, a Ebed or Amad that belongs to his friend. Or anything you can get hold of from him. He puts a lot of pressure on him until he agrees to sell it to him. 
Harezel Abeb Tachbod. So the Raman writes, if a person puts pressure on somebody to sell him his item, and the person sells it, he gives him money, right? And he gives him a lot of money, he's over the issue already of Lot Achmod, even though he paid for the item. So the, the rival chirps up here and says, We must be talking about a case where it, the, the original owner said, I'm not willing, I'm not going to agree. He didn't agree to sell the item. In other words, what happened? The guy said, I want to buy your car. And the guy says, ah, I don't want to sell it. He says, I really want to buy a car. Sell it to me, sell it to me, sell it to me. And he, and he tries to convince the guy. And eventually he takes a suitcase full of money, puts it, throws it at the guy and takes the car. So then he took the car without permission. The rabbit says, you're only over the Yisra of Tachmod if at the end of the day you took the item without permission. But the Rambam sounds like, it's not making that distinction, it sounds like in the Rambam, that even if you took the item with permission, you agreed at the end of the day. The fact that you pressured him into selling already means you're, you're over on the Yisra. Go on. You'd be over this a lot of Tachmod. Correct. According to the Rambam, if even though at the end of the day he agrees, you'd be over this a lot of Tachmod. Um, so that's the first chiz the Rambam, which the Raivit disagrees. And Lichora, um, it's an, exactly everything we've spoken about. If the Isser is an Isser on emotions, just the emotions have to have to be so strong that they express themselves. So even if at the end of the day he agrees. But the fact that you had such desire and you acted upon that desire, that's enough to, to, to be a violation of Lot Ahmad. Whereas the Ravid understands, no, the Isser is, it's the first step in Gezer. The problem is the Gezer. So if at the end of the day you don't take it without his permission, he agrees, there's nothing to talk about. Lot Ahmad is only where he doesn't agree at the end of the day, and basically what you've done is, is Gezer. Are you paid for it? It doesn't matter you paid for it. Right? Because you took it away from him without his consent, what you're doing is, is Gesel. So that's the, that's the first distinction here between the Raman and the Raivet. Is this different than any other case of Gesel? There's no Okay, so we'll have to understand that. We'll have to get back to that question. A very important question. Um, we'll see you in a minute. Well, the Raman carries on. The ain't locking our loves there. Mipnei she'ein ba maisa. This... This isra is a love shame by Maisa, so you don't get Malkus. But ain't all there, beloved, there, ad, shikacha chayfet shachamad. Right? Shine'ema, lotach molkesev zavaleim, lakach delachah, chimut shiyesh bo Maisa. So you read the Rambam, and it sounds like he's contradicting himself from one line to the next. He starts off saying, Zalav shame bo Maisa, but then immediately afterwards says, be only over if you do a Maisa. But based on the way we explain the Mechilter, it makes perfect sense. Because it's true you're not chayev unless you did a maisa. But the issa isn't on the maisa. The issa is on on the emotions that led up to that maisa. It's just until you get to a maisa, kinered, your emotions weren't, weren't strong enough. The rivet again argues on this. The rivet says, I never saw anything so strange as this Rambam. The heichan maase gadom and the Rambam tells you, you have to take the item. That's a Maisa. 
שהרי הוא כגזלן שחייב להשיב את הגזלה, ולפיכך אין לוקה, וגם זה חייב להשיב את החפץ לבעליו. So the writer says, no, this is definitely a love share ואיש בו מייסר, because you're not חייב unless you actually take the item. So, so why are you חייב מלכות? He says, for a different rule, a love שיש בו תשלום, in a love where you can pay back, or you can give back the item, so that's another principle, that if you can pay back, then you don't get מלכות. And at the very end, he says explicitly, this is basically a subset of Gezela. And so just as there's a mitzvah of Yeshiva, it's a Gezela, and in a regular case of Gezela, also in the case of uh, Lot Ahmad, a uh, person who takes the item has to, to give it back. Uh, so it's a very clear, basic machlokes between the Ravid and the Rambam, and the lines of everything we said. The Ravid understands we're dealing with Gezel, and the Rambam understands we're dealing with Anissa on, on emotions. Um, the Rambam carries on and says the following someone who desires someone who desires the object of his his friend so here the Rambam defines for us that Lotitaver, even though he explained Lotachmod is emotions, he explains Lotitaver is also emotions, but it's the emotion you have before you have Hamada. Lotitaver is the emotion of desiring somebody else's object. Wow, I would love to have this guy's car. That's already Lotitaver. Having such a powerful emotion that leads you to act to try and take the car, that's Lotachmod. The Roman spells it out explicitly in Halacha Yud Aleph there. Hatava Mavir de Chimud. Having Tava leads you to get to Chimud. Chimud Mavir de Gezel. If you have Chimud, you end, to end up in, have doing Gezel. Shilimotu Abalim Ko, Afabisha Abelahem, Bedamim, Mifti, Bereim, Yavole de Gezel, Shneemava, Hamdu, Batim, and Gazlu. Vimdu Abalim, Vanavla, Tima, Monama, Mineu, Ligzor, Yavole de Shukhadamim, Sabraman, Meisa, Me Mase, Achav, Venavot. So Roman basically says, you shouldn't allow yourself to have taiva for somebody else's property because it will lead you to have chamada. Chamada will leave you to try and act. And if you act and you fail because he's unwilling to sell it to you, you'll end up probably doing gazel mamash. So Correct. Because chamada is the emotions that lead to gazel, whereas gazel is the actual action of taking. Um, now, we still need to explain, according to the Ravid, if one second. If you're going to derive it, if Hamad Lachmod Lot Achmod is is Gezel, so what's the difference between Gezel and Lot Achmod? Right, it's the same thing. Right, and also according to the Rambam, I could ask: every time you walk into a shop and you desire the items in the shop, you walk into. Uh, Rami Levy, and you see they're, they're selling, you know, some really fancy uh, pencils. Oh, I would so love one of those pencils. Oh, how I could learn so much better and write such better notes. I really, really desire to buy that pencil. To the extent you desire it so much, you pick it off the shelf and you take it to the paying counter and you pay for it. How come you're not over the Tachmod? 
You desired this item tremendously. It belonged to somebody else when you desired it. And you... And then you paid for it. According to Rambam, even if you pay for it at the end of the day, even though the guy sold it for you, the fact that you wanted to buy it and... and... and, and paid for it, why are you not over Lot Ahmad? So I think it's a very clear distinction. There's a big difference between desiring someone else's property and desiring merchandise. And that's what the true identity of the object is. Um, take, take, for example, a, a Rambam. Right, the Rambam, 200 pages long, beautiful, nice crack with gold uh, and, you know, letters embossed on the front. If you are a Svarim shop, this Rambam is 80 shekels. If you're a Shiva Bacha, this is, you know, Ha'olamum Lo'o. Right? What, how do you relate to this object? Do you relate to the object as a way of containing value? And there are different, every object is, is contains within it value. Or are you, do you relate to an object as a, an item with utensil? Right? So when a person desires an object, always they, what they're desiring is they, they wish they could have that object. The utensil, the use, the identity, the unique identity of that object. The question is, how does the owner relate to it? What is, what is it existing for with respect to the owner? If the owner, when Rami Levy has pencils in his shop, those pencils are, they're just money for Rami Levy. So when I desire the pencil, I'm not desiring an object that belongs to that person, I'm desiring the, the value encapsulated, well, I'm desiring the pencil, but Rami and Evi aren't connected to the pencil in the pencil, they're connected to the, the value inside the pencil. And the issue of Lot Tachmod apparently is to desire an object where the owners are connected to, to that object. The moment they put the object up for sale, they make the transition from it being an object into being value, and then there's no longer an isra of, of lot achmod. There's only isra of lot igzol, because gzeda is about the value of something, and chamada is about the object itself. And the moment the owner makes that jump, so for the Rambam to go and purchase it now, there's no problem, because it's just take, exchanging value for value. That's not the isra of chamada. As long as you pay for it, there's no risk. Go on. Well so a buyer is not allowed to initiate a transaction according to Rambam. If I go to some merchant and I want to say, I want to buy this item, is it Rambam? It's a very interesting question. At what point do we define what the nature of this Rambam is? So you could ask a person, I think that's why the Rambam emphasizes here, Right? If you desire somebody, that's Tava is desiring something that belongs to another person. If you make inquiries on that person, are you interested in selling it? And the person says, yes, yes, the Ramam to me is worth 80 shkalim. So then you can go ahead and, and uh, bargain him down and try and buy it from him. Because you're arguing over value. But if the person says, no, I'm not interested in selling. At that point, to put pressure on him is already the Israel. But it's always saying that that's, according to Ramon, that the Isser is emotional, not a 
Ramaisa. Meaning, if you read the Ramam Halacha Yud, he says, the whole Kolamit, Kolamit, Ave Beto, Ishto, Bekeva, Kemen Shechashav Belibo, Heach Yikne Davarza, Avar Blotasa. It doesn't say that he pressured him, it doesn't say that he forced him. Correct, but we're dealing with an item which is a person's private item, his Beto, Ishto, Bekeilav, right, which are not up for sale. So if you, correct, so if you establish that these things, the person views them simply as value for him, and he would be happy to sell them, right? But if these are objects which he doesn't really want to sell, and you try and work out how you can make him sell it to you, so then you're over the obvious. Right? So again, you have to work out what, what the nature of the relationship between the item and the person is. It might be you'll only find out when you ask him. But the moment you start calculating to try and get hold of an object which he considers an ob- private object of his, you're already over the obvious. Right, that's the sort of taiva. If you start doing anything about it, you're a sort of, of chamada. Okay. Correct. He, he relates to this kalim as useful kalim for him. They're not merchandise. If it was merchandise then, then there's definitely no issa. There's no issa to try and purchase something that somebody's trying to sell you. Something can have the dual zahut? I think, Quran or not, not. Because otherwise you would, every time you walk into a shop, you'd have a problem. Right? We know that's not true. Okay, to finish off, um, so that again, that explains very nicely according to Ravid, um, the difference between Gezel and Kamada. What are you trying to steal? Trying to steal the object or its value? And it also explains according to Rambam why every time you try and purchase something in a shop, you're not over the issue of, of Kamada. I want to finish off with with uh, two general questions. One is, what's the problem here of, of the Hamada? So, what's interesting in the Rambam is he brings the Isla of Lot Ahmad in Hilchot Gezela. We might have expected him to bring it in Hilchot Deot, because it's an Isra on emotions. It's about Midot. It's a bad Midah to desire other people's objects. But the Rambam doesn't bring in Hilchot Deot, he brings in Hilchot Gezel. And the Ram explicitly explains what's the problem of Chimud. It's not that it's a problem with the emotion itself. It's the problem that the emotion will lead you to, to do Geza. It's like one of these Gezerah uh, Minatoras, which, Gezerah Minatora, where the Torah itself fenced in and protected you from being over Yisur. So that's what it seems to be in the Rambam and also in the Sefer Chinuch. He describes how Gezel is really just, uh, this is an, an Af, the Mitzvah Gezel. It's a subcategory of Gezel, because the problem is the Gezel at the end of the day. And the Chimud and the Taiva are only Asa because they might lead to that. But there's a very famous piece of, of Ibn Ezra which describes possibly that, that there's a problem with the emotion itself. The Ibn Ezra asks the basic question. Anashim Rabim Yitmahu Azot mitzvah. Many people ask the question on this mitzvah. How could it be? How could it be the Torah forbids you to desire something that belongs to somebody else? You see that car, and it's just such a wonderful car. You, you want it. What are you supposed to do? So, The Rebbe Nezra gives a very famous mashal of a princess and a village boy. And he says that the, the village boy just realized, you know, he looks at this princess, and, and he doesn't imagine marrying her. He realized she's way out of his league. There's no way in the world he would ever be able to get to marry this princess because she's just not shaykh for him. It's not appropriate. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't make sense that he should marry her. Right? And even if they got married, it wouldn't work out. It's just bichlal, not relevant. She's out of his league entirely. 
Therefore, he doesn't really have a desire to marry her. So he says if the person would recognize Hashkachat Hashem in the world properly, and would recognize that everything a person has, he has because of Hashkachat Hashem. So I have exactly what I need. And if there's an object I don't have, I don't need it. If my friend has it, it means he needs it. That's the way Hashkachat Baruch split up the objects in the world and allocated the various objects in the world. If I would only have a deep understanding of Hashkachat Hashem, then I would never desire something that belongs to somebody else because I would realize it's beyond my league. It's not shaykh to me. I don't need that object. And that's why my friend has it and I don't. Now, what the Ibn Ezra is saying is the problem of chimud is, is not so much that it will lead eventually to a person doing gazelle, but the emotion itself is problematic. Just look towards the end here. Al-Kain, who yismach bechelko. So basically, the, the opposite of Totachmon is Bitachon. Hashem knows what he's doing. And when he realizes that, so, so that hashkafa affects his emotions. We asked, how could it be that a person, the uh, Torah legislates what a person should emotionally feel? If a person really valued Yom Tov, he'd be Simcha. If he really understood what Yom Tov is, of course he'd be Simcha. If he really connects to the loss of Yisam Mikdash and Tishabah, of course he would be sad. And so to a person's full bitachon in Hashem, and Hashem's hashkafa in the world, then he would never desire something that belongs to somebody else. That's the, the Ibn Ezra. And so, uh, unlike the Rambam, who sees this as a stepping stone to the problem of uh, Gezel, it sounds like the Ibn Ezra, it's, it's a problem in and of itself. Uh, to finish off on a more positive note, um, the Ramban, the Torah, understands that the problem here, here isn't bitachon in Hashem, and it's not a problem with the emotion in terms of uh, a lack of uh, semech b'chalkor and, and, and appreciating what you have. But it connects to another point. The Ramban has a theory in Parashas Kedoshim. This Parashas Kedoshim is directly parallel to the Aserah Sadebrot. And as you read all the mitzvot in Parashas Kedoshim, you can align them up with what's going on in, in the Aserah Sadebrot. So in that context, he says the following. The Midrash Rabbah, his Kiru ala Parashazah, Rav Levi Amar Mipnei Shaseret Adibrot Klulin Bechotocha. All he quotes the Midrash Rabbah that all the Seret Adibrot are included in Parshas Kedoshim. Anochi Hashem Elokecha, the first Dibro, and it's parallel to Parshas Kedoshim, which says, "Ktiv Hacha Ani Hashem Elokecha." Then it says in Parshas Kedoshim, "Lo Yelacha." Sorry, in the Seret Adibrot, "Lo Yelacha." You shouldn't have idols. Ktiv Hacha. It says in Parshas Kedoshim, "Elohim Asicha Lo Tasu Lachem." What about Lo Tachmod? Whereas Lot Achmon hinted at in Parshas Kedoshim, Ketiv Hacha Vahavta Lerecha Kamocha. The opposite of Lot Achmon is Havta Lerecha Kamocha. Ad Kan B'Midrash. Mitzvat HaTorash Yehav Chaveiro B'Chol Inyan. Person should love his friend. Kashe Yehavet Nafsho B'Chol Atov. Just he loves himself. Mitzvah Ketiv Shlote Pichitot Hakina Hazot Belebo. You shouldn't have this jealousy. Says the Ramban, 
that the opposite of Torah says means you should be happy for your friend and you should desire your friend should have all the good to desire that your friend's object should belong to you is the opposite of because you're saying my friend shouldn't have good and I should have good and Latachmod is not a pagam in a person's bitachon in Hashem or a lack in Samech Bechelko it's a pagam in Avas Yisrael. In loving a person's friend and really wanting good for everybody. And, uh, and that's really where the, the problem lies. So basically we have a few different options here. Either we're dealing with Gezel Mamash, another form of Gezel, Gezel of the object uh, as its identity as an object. Seems to be what the Ribet holds. Or we're dealing with a problem on emotions. But the problem with emotions is it leads to Gezel and the Gezel's the real issue. Sounds like that in the Rambam. Um, or the problem is the lack of bitachon in Hashem, which it sounds like from the Ibn Ezra, or the problem is the lack of Abbas Yisrael, as the Ramban explains to us very nicely in Parshas Kedoshim.